Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details you can rent a car a house even that little black party dress so why not rent the stuff you need for your home too the place to do it is errands choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love online or in store pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever but if life changes you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new rent what you need it's better at errands Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday, June 28th edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Happy to be with you as we go over the hump day card here on the program. 14 games have not yet started. One game has, so don't have any thoughts on that one. But I got four plays for today. We'll get to those a little bit later on in the show. But before I get into that, it is June 28th, which means tomorrow is June 29th. The VSIN 2023 NFL betting guide will be released to subscribers. It is a subscriber only product. If you are not a subscriber over at vsin.com, well, today's the day to change that. We got an introductory offer for $19. You can get the guide for that. It's your first month. For $19, you can do an annual subscription, $20 a month, or you can get our VSIN summer kickoff special for $175, which will run through the Super Bowl on February 11th, which means that subscription option will give you our college football betting guide, which comes out August 3rd, NBA, NHL, college basketball betting guides, our bowl betting guide for the college football season, all of our best bet content across all of those sports up through Super Bowl, whatever the hell number we're on now. That one will be in Vegas, and it'll give you all of our Super Bowl content as well, including picks, props, big game betting guide, all that kind of thing. So a lot of equity in signing up over at vcin.com. And that NFL betting guide, which comes out again tomorrow, has in-depth profiles of every team, advanced stats, proven betting systems, proprietary betting trends, best bets on season win totals, futures, and props, It is jam-packed with a lot of information for you to digest, and it's a nice, neat, easy read. Under 80 pages. We've cut it down by more than 50 pages from last year's edition. We've really streamlined it. We're very, very proud of the product that we're putting out here. So, hey, today is the day to subscribe over at vcin.com. Again, $19 for that first month introductory offer. That'll get you the guide or $175 through the Super Bowl. Or again, there are some other subscription options available over at vcin.com slash subscribe. But if you already are a subscriber, 
hey, pass the good word along to some other people. See if you can get them to subscribe as well. Support the hard work that we do over at VSIN and also help yourself and your handicapping by being a VSIN Pro subscriber and getting the NFL betting guide and all of the other perks that come along with it. All right, so we got 14 games on the betting board. Let's just go ahead and talk about those here. Make sure we get through as many as we possibly can. Although today's a bit of a weird day around Major League Baseball. The Dodgers, as of recording here about 1.30 Eastern time, 10.30 Pacific, have not yet named a starter. I think Michael Grove, the smart money is on him to be the starter here today. The Blue Jays have not officially named a starter either. I'm expecting that to be Trevor Richards. And Boston will use opener Caleb Ort, but then beyond that, not exactly sure what will happen. So we're kind of reaching that point here in the summer where you know off days are few and far between. Teams are using openers. Teams are calling guys up. Teams are using bulk relievers, all that kind of stuff. So kind of messy on the whole here, I would say, for today's card. But let's get to the games. For June 28th here, we start with the Padres and the Bucks, the Buckos, I should say, the Pirates, Blake Snell, Mitch Keller in this one. Of course, you Darvish pushed back yesterday due to an illness. So we'll see what happens with his next start. But you got Blake Snell, who's really in a groove here. 322 ERA, 415 expected, 385 FIP for the full body of work in 81 innings. But over his last six starts, he's allowed two earned runs total hasn't allowed more than four hits in any start 35 strikeouts over his last three starts the Rockies at Coors the Rays and the Giants had six shutout innings against the Cubs and Marlins prior to that who are both top five caliber offenses against lefties so Snell has been absolutely outstanding here over the last little while and for Mitch Keller 345 ERA 326 expected 326 FIP as well but over his last six starts, a 520 ERA. So Snell definitely locked into a better groove right now than Keller. The Padres are a sizable favorite again here today, minus 155 with a total of eight. Look, at some point, I, th- I still believe that they're going to get it going. Snell has definitely gotten it going. So we'll see if he can ride that wave in today's outing. We have the Brewers and the Mets in this one. Kodai Senga, Wade Miley. Mets, $1.45 or so favorite, total of 8.5. We'll see what Stephen Cohen has to say, the owner of the Mets, prior to today's game. I got close to laying the number with the Mets today, and it is a little bit of a bigger number, but I don't think that the Brewers really match up well with most pitchers at this point in time, but I don't think they match up well with Kodai Senga either. Senga, 352 ERA, 390 expected, 412 FIP. A little bit of a high FIP that's due to a high walk rate, but a 28% strikeout rate. That's a good number going up against the Brewers. He's given up nine home runs, but only four over his last 10 starts. So control or the command, excuse me, has gotten a little bit better for Senga as the season's gone along. And so has the control, too. I mean, he walked 22 batters in his first six starts, 22 walks in his eight starts since. So he's been a little bit better here. Um, The Brewers, you know, just 25th in Woba against righties, third highest strikeout rate at 25%. They do walk a little bit, so that would be the concern with Senga here today. But I do think the Brewers strike out quite a bit in this game, so maybe a Senga strikeout prop, something like that. Not a bad investment. We saw Julio Tehran's regression hit yesterday, gave up seven runs, and I believe two and a third innings pitched. He up four home runs as well. Wade Miley is a guy with a lot of regression built up also. 291 ERA, 448 expected, 430 FIP. 
Since returning from the IL, he's had starts against the Pirates and the Guardians, two bad offenses, giving up five hits over 11 scoreless innings. The Mets, a lot more talented personnel than the Pirates and the Guardians on offense, especially having Pete Alonso back. So I do think this is a chance for Miley to regress. Uh, seeing this line go a little bit lower in the market now, seeing some minus 140s, even a little bit cheaper than that. If this price continues to drop a little bit, I don't mind the Mets here. I think the Mets are maybe worth a play at minus 135 or so. Minus 150 was a little bit rich for my blood, but at minus 135, I do like the Mets if you can find that price sometime here throughout the course of the day. And of course, we'll see what Cohen says in his press conference this afternoon. Phillies and the Cubs. Aaron Nola, Drew Smiley in this one, assuming it gets played. Bad air quality once again in the Windy City because of those wildfires in Canada. Uh, you got the Phillies a growing favorite here. They're as high as minus 140 in the market. A lot of minus 135s out there. Total of eight or eight and a half for this one. Uh, Drew Smiley has found some regression here of late. Does have a 338 ERA, 361 expected for the season. But over his last five starts, a 494 ERA, 585 FIP, just an 18 to 14 strikeout to walk ratio in his last five starts for Smiley. And furthermore, he's faced the Pirates twice, Angels, Padres, and the Reds before they called up Ellie De La Cruz in his last five starts. So bad numbers against some not exactly inspiring offensive teams there. But it's still tough to trust Aaron Nolan. Now, the market doesn't seem to have a problem with doing it today. 431 or 438, excuse me, ERA, 351 expected, 405 FIP. But the thing about Nola is in his last seven starts, he's got almost a 31% strikeout rate, a 14% swinging strike rate, and still has a 420 ERA because he's still giving up home runs and he can't get out of jams. You'll get him on the season 250 Woba against with the bases empty. 365 with men on base, 396 with risk. He's actually allowed more home runs with men on base, eight of them, than he has solo shots, seven, and a big drop in his strikeout percentage from the bases empty to men on base. So seems like a mechanical issue or something of that ilk for Nola with men on base. So even though the strikeout numbers are looking better, even though you know the Phillies are really playing well here in the month of June, and even though Smiley has found some negative regression of late, I still couldn't lay the price with Nola. Just not super excited about what we're seeing here from him of late. As I mentioned, the Dodgers and the Rockies, looks like Michael Grove probably going to at least be the bulk reliever here for the Dodgers. Victor Gonzalez, I guess, could be the opener. He is left-handed. The Rockies are terrible against lefties, so maybe looking to jump out in front. Kyle Freeland gets the call here in this one. For the Rockies, 454 ERA, 512 expected, 499 FIP. I will say this. There's a lot of people that look at Freeland and say, well, he's pitching great at home this season, 342 ERA. Yeah, he is, but he had a six ERA last year at home. So it's not like something's going to dramatically change from one season to the next in terms of his home road splits. It does happen at times, but you know, especially when you talk about Coors Field, it's just a different animal. It's a different beast. And he struck out less than 15% of opposing batters, which is not the way to have success at Coors Field. So I think some people will look at this game and use Freeland's home numbers as justification to take the Rockies. Look, maybe it's just a sample size thing for this season. Maybe he's just doing well to strand runners. I think his strand rate at home is 
over 77%, something like that. So, you know, I just don't think there's anything to like about this game, but I'm sure some people will side with the Rockies here as a home underdog. Got to play in the Tigers and the Rangers, so we'll skip over that one here and go to the Guardians and the Royals. couple of southpaws in this one. Logan Allen for Cleveland, Austin Cox going for the Royals here. Cox, first MLB start for him. Six relief appearances, all scoreless. He's only given up two runs in 12 and a third innings in relief. Four walks, 13 strikeouts. 44% hard hit percentage, though. So that .053 batting average and the .080 BABIP, not really going to be sustainable for Cox here. Also a guy that had a double-digit walk rate in the minor leagues, lower strikeout rate as well. But I do want to say, I saw Jeff Zimmerman wrote this in one of his fantasy pieces, I believe it was yesterday, that there's been a huge increase in walk rate in AAA. And AAA, they're using the fully automated strike zone this season. And apparently there's been some you know issues in terms of calling balls and strikes with secondary pitches, particularly sliders, things that move a lot. And we've seen a big walk rate increase in the minor leagues as a result. So that's something I need to start factoring into my handicapping, especially as some guys are getting called up. You know, I kind of talked about it with like an Andrew Abbott or a Brandon Williamson for the Reds, where Williamson specifically, you know, much higher walk rate in the minor leagues than we've seen here so far. So maybe it's just the emphasis on catcher framing at the big league level. Maybe it's, you know, the automated strike zone. I don't know, but there are definitely some things going on with that automated strike zone down in the minor leagues. For Logan Allen, 368 ERA, 442 expected, 373 FIP. He only worked four innings last time out because he threw 89 pitches to get 12 outs. So not a great look there for him. These are two bad offenses against lefties, but temps in the upper 90s today in Kansas City. It's going to be humid. Ball should carry really, really well there at Kauffman Stadium. So Obviously, a total of nine and a half looks kind of attractive with two bottom five offenses against lefties, but keep the weather in mind because we're getting a lot of hot and humid conditions around the major leagues here at this point in time. That's all I got for the AL because I got three plays out of the American League, so we'll move over to the interleague side of things here, go through a couple of these games, then take a short break. Uh, The Twins and the Braves, the game that has already started, but I just wanted to mention really quickly here, Colby Allard making the start for the Braves, his first start for Atlanta since returning to the team. He actually got drafted by them, then wound up getting traded to Texas, had an oblique injury in spring training, was on the 60-day IL. Now he's back, made a couple of rehab starts, so he got the ball today for the Braves. And Kenta Maeda got the ball for the Twins today. Maeda, his second start back, coming back off of tricep soreness, and of course, he's coming back off of Tommy John surgery. So, Two guys worth watching, certainly, uh, but obviously, you know, didn't have any action or anything like that in that early game. The Nationals and the Mariners here. Patrick Corbin, Logan Gilbert with some getaway day action at T-Mobile Park. Gilbert, 407 ERA, 353 expected, 363 FIP in 86 and a third innings pitched. He struck out over a batter per inning. His home road splits are nearly identical. His Wobas against are nearly identical in terms of lefties versus righties, but a 407 ERA due to a low left on base percentage. And his numbers should be a lot better than they actually are. So Gilbert is a positive regression candidate. 
And in fact, we've seen a lot of money get bet on the Mariners over the last couple of weeks here uh, with guys like Gilbert, with Brian Wu, who pitched yesterday and pitched well. Uh, you know, some of these guys with some good positive regression signs in their numbers and just the Mariners in general should be a better team than they've been. So a lot of money coming in on Seattle here of late, and they honestly haven't really rewarded betters for it. We'll see if they do it here today as a minus 250 favorite. And of course, yesterday uh, really screwed Mariners backers. They blew the game. And then in the 10th inning, had the bases loaded with nobody out, didn't score, gave up three runs in the top of the 11th, lost 7-4. So we'll see if the Mariners can get back on track here against Patrick Corbin. 5.32 ERA, 6.42 expected, 5.16 FIP. Corbin's expected ERA is actually higher this year than it was last year. And last year, he was maybe the worst pitcher in Major League Baseball. So... That gives you an idea of where he's kind of sitting right now. Uh, he had a good run for a while, but that has faded now. He's given up 26 runs in his last 33 and a third. So Mariners should take care of business in this one. We got some business to take care of. So we'll be right back on this edition of VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, we're back here on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five-star reviews. 
very, very much appreciated on the show. If you want to throw us one of those or throw one to any of our VSIN podcasts, we greatly appreciate that. And again, I'll throw this reminder out to you here tomorrow, June 29th, our VSIN 2023 NFL betting guide comes out. Great day to subscribe over at the website. Take advantage of that early bird summer kickoff special or whatever subscription option you prefer over at vcin.com to make sure you get your hands on that guide, which will be sent out in PDF form to subscribers and also be posted as individual articles over at vcin.com. All right, well, I got to play on the Reds and Orioles, so we'll jump down to the Giants and the Blue Jays. And as I mentioned at the top here, uh, the Blue Jays, it looks like Trevor Richards will go in this one, probably be the starter he hasn't pitched more than three innings in a start yet so far this season, though, so we'll see how far he can work into the game. 353 ERA, 435 FIP. He's given up a lot of hard contact here of late, though, so we'll see what they end up doing with him. But I thought this line was strange, to say the least, because you've got Logan Webb on the mound for the Giants here. 316 ERA, 364 expected ERA, 363 FIP, 105 and a third innings pitched. He's got a 264 ERA with a 348 FIP in his last 12 starts because he gave up 16 starts or 16 runs, excuse me, 13 of them earned over his first four starts. Little iffy lately hasn't been quite as sharp, but still, I mean, Logan Webb is a really, really good pitcher. The Blue Jays effectively going with a bullpen day. Kind of surprised to see Toronto favorite out there in the market, but of course they have not yet named a starter for this one. Marlins and the Red Sox. Caleb Ort will start. I think Chris Murphy kind of winds up being the bulk guy, recently recalled from AAA. Uh, Ort has a 579 ERA, 436 expected, 540 FIP. And then Murphy, he hasn't a lot of run in three appearances yet at the big league level, but had an ERA over seven at AAA. So if you're wondering how the Marlins are a minus 125 favorite in this game, well, that's part of it. The other part of it, Braxton Garrett. How good has he been for the fish here this season? He gave up 11 runs to the Braves in his first May start. Since then, he's allowed 15 runs total in his last 15 and a third innings pitched over nine starts, 250 ERA, 224 FIP in that span, a strikeout percentage over 35%, walk rate under 5%. He's been outstanding. 364 ERA, 415 expected, 310 FIP for the full season. But again, that one really awful start against Atlanta, very, very much skewing his numbers. Uh, look, you know, I mean, kids pitch it damn well. And, you know, Boston up and down, to say the least, so far this season. And of course, a bullpen game here for them today. I can understand if people want to take that minus 125 there uh, with the Marlins. I am not on it personally, but I can certainly understand why you'd want to ride that heater with Braxton Garrett. Astros and the Cardinals here. Uh, we got the Cardinals minus 120 favorite, total of eight and a half in this one. Christian Javier, Miles Michaelis, the two guys on the bump here. And look, if anything, this start just sort of illustrates how the market feels about the Astros. Christian Javier is objectively better than Miles Michaelis. But this Astros lineup has been such a disappointment throughout the course of the season. And I got to say, I mean, for Javier, 325 ERA, 418 expected ERA, strikeout rates down a little bit, hard hit percentage was up a little bit early in the season as well. 
375 FIP. I mean, those numbers are all better than Michaelis with a 423 ERA, 512 expected. Michaelis does not get swings and misses. He's given up a lot more hard contact than usual. But here we are with the Cardinals a short favorite against the Astros. And, you know, to me, I wanted to take Houston today. I really, truly did. But they've been such a disappointment, and they're very hard to trust at this point in time. So probably going to regret this one. I wound up taking Houston yesterday, and I regretted that one. I mean, Framber Valdez, three wild pitches. He was oddly erratic for whatever reason. Uh, I keep running into these for some. I mean, Michael Kopech the other day with the first five under for the White Sox and Angels, he walked seven guys. You know, I had that Giolito one as well where he walked seven guys. That was a, a full game under against the Tigers back in May. I don't know why the hell this keeps happening to me. It's just completely random and, and completely coincidental. But, you know, I got a bad Framber Valdez start yesterday. And, you know, if you get a bad start from an Astros pitcher right now, they're kind of SOL. So couldn't trust them here in this one. A game I realized I didn't write up in the article over at vcin.com. I'll try to add that here uh, right after I get done recording. It's the matchup between the Rays and the Diamondbacks, Zach Eflin and Zach Davies in this one, both Zach with an H. Uh, yesterday, you know, Taj Bradley gave up a 4-5 in the first inning and just, you know, the bet was kind of doomed from there, although I was right about Zach Gallon. Didn't have a great start. Problem was the over was the play there instead of taking a look at the Rays. But for Zach Eflin here, 335 ERA, 307 expected, 338 FIP. A lot of things to like about Eflin. High ground ball rate, just shy of 54%. Over a strikeout per inning with over a 25% strikeout rate. Those are two really good things to look at for Zach Eflin here. And it makes things difficult. It makes it very hard for teams to score runs off of guys like that. Now that said, he's given up 10 homers and 83 and a third. So maybe that's what the Diamondbacks have to look for here in this one. but. Zach Davies is uh, is not great. Not great at all. 782 ERA, 470 expected ERA in his eight starts. Over his last three starts here for Davies, gave up six runs to the Phillies, nine runs to Cleveland, six runs to the Giants. So that's 21 runs over his last three starts. So obviously impossible to back Davies in the Diamondbacks here in this one. Big number for F1, though laying $1.55 with a total of nine and a half. All right, so let's get to the four plays that I do have for today, beginning with the Tigers and the Rangers, Joey Wentz and Dane Dunning in this one. And uh, Matt Manning was pretty good yesterday in his return for the Tigers, at least good enough to stake his team to a 2 nothing lead, which, of course, they wound up blowing uh, as they went throughout the game here. Bad bullpen day for the Tigers, but their bullpen has been really up against it. They don't have a lot of starting pitching right now. They don't get a lot of length from those guys. They've had to use the bullpen quite extensively here uh, over the last several weeks. I mean, they basically have like a legitimate major league starting rotation on the injured list right now. So that puts a lot of strain, a lot of stress on the bullpen. And that's what we saw in yesterday's game. I do like Detroit's offense a little bit today against Dane Dunning. Dunning is one of the biggest regression candidates in all of baseball, if not the biggest. 276 ERA, 509 expected ERA, 393 FIP on the season. As a starter, 316 ERA, 421 FIP, and 51 and a third innings pitched. But a 79% left on base percentage as a starter here. 
Over his last seven starts, or over his first seven starts before that last outing, 45.4% hard hit percentage. So he's given up a lot of hard contact. He pitches to a lot of contact. The Tigers are a team that will strike out, but Dunning doesn't get the strikeouts. He's also been a guy with a high walk rate in his past. So maybe the Tigers can get some base runners that way. And then Joey Wentz going for the Tigers today, 672 ERA, 547 expected ERA, 545 FIP, 317 BABIP, 63.7% left on base percentage. There are some positive regression signs in the profile. However, he's taking on a Rangers team that simply decimates lefties, and they have all year long. Second in baseball, the 363 WOBA, 134 WRC+. It's a 370 WOBA here in the month of June. Wentz has allowed 14 home runs on the season, almost a 45% hard hit percentage, double-digit barrel rate. I'll take my chances looking for some offense in this game. Two shaky bullpens as well, in my opinion. Over 9.5, minus 110 between the Tigers and the Rangers. Got another play here in this White Sox and Angels series. Lucas Giolito and Jaime Berea in this one here today. Uh, Giolito, he's pitched well of late. 217 ERA in his last five starts. However, a 422 FIP, 88% left on base percentage, and a 50.7% hard hit percentage with an 11% barrel rate. So Giolito is getting away with a lot of hard contact right now. And I don't know if that's going to continue being the case. And I hope that it's not the case here today because Berea, he's got a 28.5% hard hit percentage against. So the expectation for me here in this game is that the Angels make much higher quality contact than the White Sox do. Berea, 214 ERA, 369 expected, and a 369 FIP and 46 and a third innings pitched. I think he'll perform well here tonight against a White Sox team that has struck out a ton in this series. Berea's held righties to a 186 Woba on the season. Last year it was 258, so this is not a flash-in-the-pan thing for him. So I just think that the Angels' offense has a much higher ceiling in this game. The White Sox bullpen has also had plenty of issues of late, especially since Liam Hendricks was back out uh, or went back on the IL, I should say. So like the Angels today, laying $1.30 against the Chicago White Sox. Next up on the card here, the Yankees and the A's. Former Yankees farmhand J.P. Sears getting the call for Oakland. Domingo Herman will go for the Yankees here. And Herman's up to a 510 ERA, 505 expected, 529 FIP. In five starts since he actually got ejected for a foreign substance. Keep in mind, he got caught for one in April, was told to wash his hands, did that, came back in the game. This time around, they kicked him out and then gave him the 10-game suspension. In his five starts since that suspension, 23 runs allowed on 32 hits, only 20 strikeouts and 10 walks, 45.2% hard hit percentage, double-digit barrel rate as well. So Herman, since getting caught for the second time, uh, his command has just been non-existent. For J.P. Sears here, 410 ERA, 463 expected, 504 FIP overall. But of course, the Yankees' worst offense in baseball this month by weighted on base average. They're going to miss Aaron Judge for the next four to six weeks as well. And the A's, quietly, while they haven't racked up a lot of wins, Hogan Harris, James Caprellian, J.P. Sears, these guys have improved gradually throughout the course of the season. And for Sears, 
293 ERA over his last eight starts. Now, FIP doesn't like him because he'll give up home runs, but decent hard hit percentage, 38.4%. That's above league average. 42 to 9 strikeout to walk ratio. That's good. Also, at home, 309 ERA, 301 Woba against. I've been looking for spots to take J.P. Sears. I think this is one of them. A's plus 130 over the Yankees. Another play I like for today. And then finally, we head to Oriole Park. The Reds and the Orioles. Kyle Gibson, Luke Weaver in this one. Kyle Gibson, 430 ERA, 492 expected, 393 FIP in 92 innings pitched. But here's the thing. Gibson's given up a lot of hard contact lately. 56.5% hard hit percentage in his last four starts. A 14.5% barrel rate. That's against the Mariners, Cubs, Royals, and Brewers. So not exactly great offenses here. Also over his last two starts, some spin rate decreases on his fastball sinker and cutter. So maybe he's just working through something, maybe a bit of a dead arm, maybe an underlying injury, something like that. But he's given up a lot of missiles all over the ballpark here of late. And I think the Reds offense can take advantage. Then I certainly think Baltimore's offense can take advantage of Luke Weaver. Luke Weaver is bad. 686 ERA, 536 expected, 551 FIP. He's given up 14 homers on the season, 10 runs on 17 hits in his last two starts, 20 runs on 28 hits in his last four starts. Uh, he's given up a ton of hard contact as well, a lot of barrels. Just two starters, I think, give up a lot of hard contact. Two guys that don't miss a ton of bats. Warm day in Baltimore. I like the first five over five and a half in this one. I will shy away from the bullpens. The Reds bullpen has been way better than I expected. The Orioles bullpen has been elite. And Yenier Cano and Felix Bautista, both available for multiple innings if they need to be here today. So figure I'll get my runs early with Weaver and Gibson. So the first five over five and a half minus 110 for the Reds and Orioles. The A's plus 130 over the Yankees. Angels minus 130 over the White Sox. And then over nine and a half between the Tigers and the Rangers. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, to this edition of VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. Once again, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Five star reviews always appreciated. And again, tomorrow, the big day for us at VSIN, one of our biggest days in a long time, the 2023 NFL betting guide coming your way. So subscribe over at vcin.com slash subscribe and take advantage of whichever offer it is that you prefer. So thank you so much for listening, everybody. I will talk to you again tomorrow. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for 
more details. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.